With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And this is the script recap. The review of the movie that almost happened, that was almost the sequel to Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> it was directed by Sean Connery. Sean Connery's Sean Connery's birthday! Shit. It's a grunge thing. The movie that almost happened, that was this fucking close, according to Robert England himself, almost happened. What Ready? was it? Versus Jason versus Ash. Ooh. From Evil Dead. That would have been a sexual dynamite mixture that we all can appreciate. I'd have watched it. About, so uh, the script that we did review, it's not really uh, like a traditional script. You know, there's not. It's a treatment. It's a treatment. Uh, but it was actually, it's it's done in a way that's easy to read. And it's only like 17 pages or something. It almost feels like what they were doing to pitch the idea, which is what the treatment is. It's actually done extremely well. And the idea and how they bring Ash into the universe of Jason and Freddy makes perfect fucking sense. It's Especially since they cite Jason Goes to Hell that the Necronomicon poked its head up a little bit like yeah. a turtle head in your butt and said, <laughs> hey, there it is. There's the Necronomicon and Jason Goes to Hell. It all makes sense. And Freddy's glove was hanging up in Ash's right. workshop. So it's all there. It's already there for you to like have sex with. And you're like, you know what? Let's just do it. Okay? Let's it could happen. It. It's Christmas time. So it's winter. So we get we, we get to have Jason, Jason in, the snow. in the snow, dude. Triumphant. But uh, we have that. So that's going on. And the characters from the first movie are back. The survivors of uh, of F FBJ. FBJ sounds like a shitty peanut butter brand that nobody buys. <laughs> but uh, Freddy versus Jason, the survivors of that go back and they're pissed off and looking around. They die immediately. That shit is done. Yeah. Jason whoops that ass. And I do love the title sequence because they're like, when Jason... Because what you find out essentially also is that the reason why Freddy has survived is because he hung on to the little tiny dingleberry psyche of Jason's mind because he scared the inner child so fucking badly that he's able to live in the brain. Yeah. That's a fucked up way to yeah. live. So the end of Freddy vs. Jason shows Jason carrying Freddy's head. Mm. But Freddy lives on because Jason... Freddy fucked him up so bad in those little sequences that he's still a little bit scared of <laughs> Freddy. You ugly little shit. Yeah. <laughs> what I was saying, the title sequence, though, for sure, is, like the way that they were going to open it with yeah. the survivors being killed, because what happens is, is Jason kills the survivors from Freddy versus Jason, and then uh, he sees Freddy, and he gets mad, and he starts thwacking it, it like the way the tree, it's like thwack, 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 and like each time he was hitting it, the, the screen is bursting with the credits. I was like, I love this shit. Thank I like you what for you've done here, Jim. I, I, would only hope, I, moved to strike. I would only hope that they would have the Scorpions playing <laughs> while this is going on. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> like, uh, is that a rat? Round and Dude, I, I was, I was the, I was Is like, that I, rat? Rat, yeah. He's yeah, like, we have a rat problem. That's <laughs> and then they're in the basement. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you why. But I would, I would definitely move to have like an 80s like hairband, uh, like maybe a one-hit wonder kind of uh, group. To, but anyway, so that's the way it opens. Uh, you don't really... Uh, you, you, you find out afterwards that... Well, because the S-Smart is being built, you're introduced 
basically to the cast from uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. That was the series on Stars. Like close to it. Literally, yeah. Raul, Courtney, they're literally the same people almost. Yeah, and it's really cool how they put S Mart in there because again, they're just shop smart. Yeah, they're, cha- they're changing the name of Crystal Lake, and they're all celebrating the end of like they want to put Jason in their past. So Crystal Lake's changing their name. That always works. They're updating the city. <laughs> it's like the plot for Out Cold, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're bringing and they have an S Mart that's coming in as a part of the as a part of the thing. So Ash pulls into town in his in his car that you know seventies Oldsmobile. Yeah, and he pulls into town, and then you find out that like he's still working for S Mart, and he's still like a low level. But he's on. But he's on. But he's. But it's a, it, it's it's a cover. They put him in like the home goods department, and he's working there, and there's all these angry customers, and Ash is like dejected, and he has to deal with shitty customers all the time, and these young people are his managers, and he's trying to figure out his way through this. But what Ash is actually doing, as you mentioned, he's a cover. What he's actually doing is he's there because he wants to finish what what started after uh, Army of Darkness and yeah. all that stuff like that. He wants to find the Necronomicon and destroy it. Uh, at this point, Jason's having nightmares, and you know, uh, you know, he walks out of his uh, out of his secret hut society home in the middle of nowhere, and he walks into 1970s Crystal Lake, and you see the typical 1970s Crystal Lake, you know, people fucking and smoking weed, but he goes, he's like, but something's different. He goes to these two older folk underneath some covers, and Je- Freddie is laying the pipe to Pamela, fucking the shit out of her. <laughs> his mom, and, and he was dude. like, and he pulls the covers off, and then Pamela is like, wait, I gotta tell you something, Jason. <laughs> Mother needed dick, Jason. <laughs> but no, what she said. I couldn't take it. What she, she, I took it, but it wasn't as big as I thought, Jason. <laughs> but what she says is like, look, if you want Freddy out of your dreams, if you want this to end, you got to go retrieve the Necronomicon so Freddy can be freed from your mind and also he can resurrect me and also give you something that you've always wanted, which is intelligence. It actually made me kind of sad because they were like, you know, at the core of what Jason always has wanted is he's always wanted his mom to come back from the dead, but also he's always wanted... Like intelligent, it felt like the fucking uh, cowardly lion going up. It's like I just want some courage. It's like, but you've always had it, sir. But it's like my six hundred pound life. Yeah, it was like God, dude. Like, why you? Like, I know you're mean and you wear a hockey mask and you got mommy issues, but like, why you got to make just, me feel bad? Yeah, he just wants to be smart. He wants to be as smart as yeah. at least the counselors. So what she says essentially is like, you got to go to my home. Uh, Pamela Vorey says you got to go to my home that appeared and Jason goes to hell, and you got to get the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead, that's in the basement. So at the same time, what you realize is that. This puts Ash and Jason on a collision course already. Right away, it's that's how they that's how they're gonna meet up. So it's not like uh, it's not like you know fucking Shakespearean or anything, but it makes perfect sense on why they both because Ash needs to destroy the Necronomicon. Jason needs the Necronomicon to get this bullshit migraine out of his head called Freddy Boogers, and like get that gone. And then get smart. And that's what she tells him, too. She's like, uh, and, and again, this is Freddy playing with Jason's mind. He's using Pamela yeah. against Jason, and she tells him, go get the Necronomicon. I'll take Freddy out of your mind. I'll give you both what you want. I'll take Freddy out, and then you'll get intelligence, and then you guys can use the Necronomicon for whatever. But eventually, Jason shows up at... Um, at Smart, and that's when that's that's the first big fight. I love scene, I love the way it's, it's awesome. described because if they say that it makes the the you know the cornfield scene like almost non existence because they were gonna go up another level. They were gonna jack your shit into Mountain Dew Surge yeah. and like have you fucking taking like shots of Mountain Dew 
and Monster at the same Extreme. time while snorting vodka. It was all going to be a bunch <laughs> of shit. Like, and like, I, I could see it. Like him walking in there and just fucking slicing yeah. people the fuck up. And that's what they say. Like, Jason shows up at S-Mart and, and, and through the scene, the way they played out, so fucking cool. Like, and first off, before I say anything else, this whole script, like this whole treatment is, it's genius. Like, as, as much as we're against, like, put, pitting these people together now when people are starting right. to take slashers seriously and it's kind of a, it's kind of like a later game thing when like slashers are, are being overdone a little bit and you've got some slasher fatigue. This, this treatment such a good idea. I think it could actually happen now. Jason shows up at S-Mart. But he's only there because I think Ash had already got the book. Well, no, well, well, well that, that's the whole thing. Ash goes, to, Ash goes to his house. Yeah. Because these, okay, so let me backtrack a little bit for a second here. These, these hot, fuck, the, the hot chick that he was chasing, he finds out that her and her douchebag friends are actually there to celebrate the last days of Crystal Lake and, and they, they want to go stay night. in his yeah. house. Ash goes there and like you've got this awesome scene where Ash is searching through his house Jason's house right. for the Necronomicon but upstairs they're partying. And you see those two shots, dual shots. Jason yeah. going up and murdering the fucking people that are like crashing his mom's house and then fucking Ash in the basement trying to steal shit. Yeah. Like that would, because I could see it like the way that they would dynamically shoot both of those. You yeah. see him slicing and then Ash like you know farting around in the in the basement It'd yeah. be funny as fuck but ultimately what it leads to is it leads to Jason showing up at SMAR he's stomping through there and he's killing like shoppers like Terminator he's killing shit. like killing them left and right nonstop. like and a then, fucking Walmart mom at Black Friday he like, ends no up matter faced off against Ash and like Ash is like literally using everything in SMAR like imagine Jason and Ash fighting in the middle of a Walmart <laughs> where, Jack, where, where Ash is just grabbing like toasters you know and, what shit, I'm and like of? throwing it at him when I was reading that scene all I could think of is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus fucking Booker <laughs> in T. In the grocery store. In the grocery store. Like, just the, the most wild, like, flower, tennis balls, fucking ten, uh, rackets, like, everything. Like, that a scene golf alone would have made the whole thing fucking worth it. And, and you know, and, and again, the treatment doesn't, like, describe exactly. It just says, think, like, you know, crazy different items that he's going to use to attack Jason with and he won't die and he... You know, it, yeah. it, it was going to be awesome. The way that it's set up, it would have been fucking phenomenal. Been oh, my scene. God. And the treatment does that a lot. The treatment, a lot of times, lend, leaves it up to the directors and the writers to actually make it cool. It in. Yeah. He's like, wouldn't it be cool if... You know, if at one point Ash takes a bunch of stuff, puts it in a microwave, turns it on, and then it explodes in Jason's face. That'd be cool. He's like, then you get the right idea. But they have this this amazing scene that I couldn't imagine. So so those aren't so pop tarts. <laughs> Ash versus Jason one on one. Meanwhile, again, Freddy is in Jason's head and he's fucking with him. He wants to use the Necronomicon to give himself the power to not only be in the dream world but also be as powerful in the real world. Kind of like in Freddy Six when he says every town has an Elm Street. He wants to. Yeah. be able to torture you awake or asleep and and collect all the souls that he wants to and yeah. and and the, and the fact is when he gives because Jason ultimately recovers the fucking Necronomicon from Esmart after that badass Terminator style fucking attack that he does on it. He when they, when they read the passages or whatever, and he come and and Freddy pops out and he gets the thing. I think he says something like he has to give Jason a little something because he knows that Jason won't keep going for him unless. So he does give. So you get like. It's pretty fucking kind of scary combo. You get a little smarter of a fucking, like, um, Jason. Like a Riddick Bow. <laughs> He's like fucking Riddick Bow. Riddick Bow's not exactly the smartest motherfucker in the world. But it's like a Riddick Bow if you guys are boxing fans. But it's kind of like that. So now he knows that Jason... He's like, listen, if you want to bring your mom back, then you got to go... Uh, you gotta go take care of Ash. You gotta go kill him. You gotta get rid of him. So after this whole thing at the S-Mart... And by the way, Jason fucks up all these 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 
these kids that were in his house. There's a bunch of death scenes that happens there, which would have been cool Good to see too. Up, yeah. But after the whole S Mart scene, but we also point out that by the way, how cool it would have been to see the fucking blood splattered snow and Jason stalking through the fucking. There's so much snow and like <laughs> ice in this script. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Jason in the snow, and this really would have delivered that mm-hmm. so well. But while Ash is asleep. Freddy fucking jumps into his That's dream cool world, shit, fucks with him, and then instead of Ash's hands being cut off and being chainsaw, Ash's hands become oh, that was one. Freddy's glove. That was fucking bad. It reminded me of Nightmare 2. Yeah, it was it was it was cool as shit though, the way they did that. So then Ash, then he dances. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Ash wakes himself up by taking his boomstick and burning his face, and he wakes up, and then when he realizes he has the berm, it's basically Ash having a Freddy Krueger moment, and he's like, "Okay, no, wait, Freddy's here too. Right. This is also happening as well." So then you've got this intense scene of all that shit going on. Now Freddy's included in the whole thing. And it was just, badass though to see that when they when they when he has the dream of Ash and he's in the cabin again in Evil Dead. Yeah, and it was badass to. Like, because the whole idea is that Freddy takes Ash back to the actual cabin in Evil Dead. And like Mike said, the hand goes bad, but it's Freddy's glove. And so, but he does the same thing. He goes to the workshop, cuts his fucking hand off, and then you see Freddy there, and there's a bunch of gloves coming at him. And like, but you know, obviously, people are like, oh, it's going to be great because they have this showdown between one another. They're both wise talking assholes, and they both are like, you know, I'm sorry, you look like a burnt face wiener. Yeah, there's, there's a point later in the script where finally Ash, and the script says that. It's like, finally you get but, what you've been waiting for. It was just too like, why is this cracking tongues in the game against yeah. each other? But Freddy talking shit and Ash talking shit, and they face off for a minute, and that's really cool. I just shit. think it's badass that they, they brought the cabin back in it. And and yeah. they recreate Evil Dead 2 in that moment. Yeah. God it, damn, that's fucking badass. There's so much good shit in it. Do this, not man. tell me, Fitz. And that that's what it all boils down to. In the end of it, uh... After all this crazy shit happens, Freddy gets his way. Jason at one point gets intelligent. So, like, you get this one point where these two Esmar employees are trying to fuck with Jason. That shit was funny. But Jason walks in, and you can tell that he's, like, a little bit smarter than he was before. Oh, so, and then he killed, he, like, he stops. He's like, this is a fucking crap. He, he reminded me of a Batman and Robin Bane when because it said all he did was, because they had set up, like, home alone traps in the fucking house to trap Jason. He walked into the door, and he's like, mm-mm. <laughs> Not today. Yeah, just like, he's in the tribute to say he shakes his head. He's like, <laughs> and then he kills him. And and like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was the first time you've ever seen Jason use like actual intelligence. He's like, wait a minute, you motherfucker just waiting on me? Like, there's got to be something afoot. And, and Jason with a little bit of intelligence is scary as yeah. fuck. But at this point, Freddy has gotten a hold of the Necronomicon, and he's already started his whole game. So Freddy is taking it over. He's he's not in your dreams. He's in real life. You've got a couple badass scenes between Freddy and Ash, where Freddy like shows up again and starts using the glove against Ash and stuff like that. You've got another scene where Jason and Freddy are fighting inside the house and they, and they, and they meet up because Jason realizes like oh you fucking tricked me yeah. so Jason starts like beelining it back I thought you were my Jason. dog dog <laughs> <laughs> he starts beelining it back towards Freddy and starts fucking him up and then uh, in an amazing scene Freddy uses the Necronomicon to bring Jason's victims back to I, life that, I loved that dude that imagine scene, the dude in the wheelchair that, coming back the and, guy with the chocolate bar <laughs> it wasn't really no that was that wasn't really his victim but they right. but they but they, they they did mention the the ones that he had the, the couple that he impelled together the, the wheelchair guy yeah and then there was another one that came back 
That and, and it, they keep dogpiling him. That yeah, would have like been zombies. fucking incredible to see. Yeah. Oh my shit! And Jason's like hacking his way because Jason's so fucking pissed because he realizes that Freddy tricked him. So I killed these motherfuckers. <laughs> bring back my old ghost. So he's he's being pulled down by all these classic Friday characters, which is the coolest idea That's ever. Awesome. And he's hacking through them and he's trying to get his way back to it. At one point, you've also got uh, Ash and the Esmart employees in a total eighty scene. They go back to Esmart after it's been rampage and they 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 start to gather weapons and like you said. They make their home alone stuff so commando, so far. Well, and then there was also it kept focusing on the the treatment that there was a mega badass super chainsaw that Ash keeps eyeballing. Groovy. When they were in the house and Freddie and Jason were fighting, there was one part where he, uh, Jason gets his fucking hand lobbed off. Yes, and and he fucking puts his goddamn hand, and they were, they they even described it as like a very grotesque scene that Jason puts his hand onto the machete and like makes it a fucking machete hand. He looks at Ash and see what he's done with the chainsaw. It's fucking and then badass. He decides to do the same thing with with his machete, and then he slices at Ash. Oh, I'm like that. Man. I was like. Somebody gonna sue you from Puppet Master because that's all Blade. <laughs> that's that's fucking Blade. They, like I can imagine seeing that. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm a chop. He fucking. And, he, I and then fucking Jason be like, oh. <laughs> and, then, and then you know Ash being like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah and that, that's a really cool scene too because like Jason and. Uh, and Freddy are fighting, and they're going at it, and, and, and Ash keeps trying to get involved with the fight, but he, they're like throwing him up yeah, like he's nothing. Human. And Ash gets fucked up, and he keeps coming back, and he keeps getting fucked it's up, awesome. and eventually he gets thrown into the snow while all this stuff's going on. But ultimately, what happens is Freddy gets his way; he's got control over everything, and they end up on the ice of Crystal Lake. And and Freddy turns the ice into fucking blood. They gotta say like Jason and Freddy are battling on the on the fucking lake, and they don't give fucks. And then Ash and the got lake mad. is blood boiling. Yeah, and fucking Ash cool. got mad. and He's like, "Fuck this shit!" And he drives his seventies Oldsmobile onto the ice and knocks them <laughs> over and over again, like he's hitting them. And then it finally cracks in, and and Jason is buried underneath the ice with the Oldsmobile. Freddy's coming back at him. The girl finally starts reading the Necronomicon. The thing is, I thought was cool, is that once she starts reading it and the wind picks up and the actual portal opens up, the same portal that was in Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, that same portal, uh, it says the skin starts tearing away from Freddy, like his skin, and it's like the, the pathetic pedophile normal human that he is underneath. Freddy grabs the book or whatever, and then uh, Bruce Campbell... Like gets his like classic chainsaw, goes up right underneath his fucking sternum, and then has the shotgun, and then fucking boom, like boom sticks him out of the fucking, and, you know, there he goes off into the portal. Yeah, and that actually was the crux of why the movie did not happen because uh, the whole treatment was, and Robert England was down with this too. Robert England was mm -hmm. like, I would much rather have because he was done wearing the makeup at this point. He was like, I would much rather have someone like Ash. End kill off Freddy no. and end it forever rather than do what we did in Freddy's Dead like another 16 year old virgin yeah, yeah. And, and and that's what they wanted but that ended up being the boiling point with New Line Cinema where the, uh, and the fight with Sam Raimi and New Line which is why this movie never happened because what Sam Raimi and what Bruce Campbell wanted was for Ash to end Freddy forever and then at the end of the script, what happens is Freddy gets buried under the ice and they had Jason or yeah Jason gets yeah. buried under the ice. And they had they had plans for another Jason movie, and they right. also wanted to, they had plans to make a Freddy prequel mm -hmm. without the makeup. They had all these plans for all these movies down the line, but what ended up canceling the Ash vs. Jason vs. Freddy movie is that New Line said, "Well, we can't suck a butt. We don't care what the fans want." They said we cannot have <laughs> Ash kill 
Freddy Krueger because they were like these guys can't die and Bruce Campbell famously was like that's why these movies are so stupid and, and you know it was really nice of them because if you if you read the treatment it even says in bold at the very bottom if they wanted you know if Sam wants Bruce Campbell's character of Ash to be sucked into the vortex as well and then wind up in a different time era and then you know kind of go on his journey yeah. Perfect, but it was it was it was a genius idea. They had it all planned it out. Great. The script, uh, the dude, the treatment was really, really, really fucking good. And it was really, really well done. And I, I'm sad as shit it, that it didn't. Happen. I really am too. I, I feel like if you got some good writers on it, I think that if you got people that believed in it, I think that if Blumhouse had been around back then and they had been interested in it, I think you would have got a really good team around it, and 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 a quality fucking script would have come out of it. Um, and the thing is, it, it just it boggles my mind. You know, the the fact that. They were so against it. Well, yeah, obviously, The Grudge did do really well. Like it was, it was yeah. a smash hit. Everybody knows that. And it scared the fuck out of me. I hate goddamn Kyoka. And she's all twisty and nasty. And she comes from a shower and and she doesn't wash her hair. That fucking ghost girl scares me. I get it. But at the same time, this movie, this movie could have been gold. Like you're talking about Freddy versus Jason was. It was it was a good hit. Like I, I it did do it did very well at the box office. Yeah. Obviously, well enough that they were even considering a Michael Myers versus a Pinhead at some point because they were like, oh, we gotta get in on this right now. Switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for twenty five dollars a line with AutoPay and five G access included on America's largest five G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide five G access for the whole family for just twenty five dollars a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and 4-plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and 4-plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. But this movie would have been bigger and better than that. It would have been one of the best crossover movies yeah. of all time. And at the same time, like, why the fuck would you not think that you can't go on and do your own thing? Like, Friday the 13th could have existed in its own universe. Yeah. Like, that's what we were talking about DC and Marvel. You can make independent movies that have nothing to do with one well, another that, at all. That's the whole thing. The, the only problem with Freddy versus Jason was that you had these teens that you didn't give a shit about recruiting no, Jason no. and being the heroes. If you bring in Ash and it's somebody Immediately you, really, you're on you really care about and he's the good guy and he's the guy who wins out in the end, that was the problem. New Line didn't want Ash to win. And, I'm and not that, say, that's why the movie never fucking happened. And obviously, I'm that not saying perfect. anything against the stars show. I love Ash vs. Evil Dead was a fucking great show yeah. and it was a great send-off for Bruce Campbell, for sure. Like, definitely. But I would have loved to see if the last time I ever knew that... that Bruce Campbell's going to put his arm inside the vagina of a, of a fucking chainsaw was going to be against Jason and Freddy. Yeah. I'd say, let's do that. And by the way, they also considered fucking... And I, I think it's cool that they thought about this because they considered Michael Myers, they considered Pinhead, they considered Leprechaun, they considered the Tall Man, they considered a bunch of different movie horror characters to be in the Freddy-Jason universe, but yeah. then ultimately they were like, it doesn't fit 
at all yeah. in his universe. But or Ash in, is the but perfect Ash, fit. But and they were like, yeah, and then they were like, in, on top of that, even if you were trying to get them, the complexities to make a deal with the other studios would be so much because you'd be like, I don't really even think that they belong in the universe. Yeah. But Ash, I would I would have argued that Pinhead might belong in it because the Necronomicon and Hell and all that stuff. But yeah. Ash is the perfect anti-hero. He's the perfect guy that would end Freddy forever. And yeah. why wouldn't you? If your fucking main guy, Robert England, came to you and said, I don't like the makeup. It smells like pancakes and it's too heavy. I don't want to be it. Yeah, it takes and they're like, three oh, and a half hours a day to put on fuck this. He's like, well, we got Bruce Campbell over there and he's like, uh, he wants to kill you. He's like, I won't do that. Yeah. And he was into it. Yeah. That's uh, Robert England wanted it. And Robert England himself said it was this close to happening. The treatment was there. I think it, uh, and here's the, here's the big, the, the big, the big thing for me is if you bring in some, some hack writers and they just want to write a shitty, like yeah. dopey ass horror movie, then the movie could have sucked. But if you brought in somebody like Sam Raimi mm. and you brought in somebody to really do that, the treatment had all the elements there of your every man, your ash, your right. hero, somebody you could really get behind, not some dumb teen that you didn't give a shit about, um, being your hero. And then you've got Freddy versus Jason. Jason survives. You get Freddy an amazing ending. And you got you got four different sequels to bank off of. It was such Easy. a genius, well-thought-out idea. Um, and eventually... It did turn out to be a comic series, which, again, when we're done with the Halloween comic series, we're going to do a full-on recap of these comics as well. But uh, ultimately, it's a shame the movie never happened. It would have been really cool to see what would have happened had they done that. But it didn't happen, and, and, and that's where stupid. the fuck we are. And I think it's stupid even I say, well, that would have ended the franchises. I was like, no, it wouldn't have. Like I, I feel like it would have been just an independent one-off, just like the Freddy versus Jason is yeah. an independent. Nobody remembers like when they remade Friday the Thirteenth in '09. They don't they don't like reference what happened in Freddy versus Jason. It was for the fans and and everybody got yeah. involved. This would be for the fans as well, and I think it would have been more successful than Freddy versus Jason. It would have been something. It would have been something actually like a full like the full circle. And because it, it started with Freddy versus Jason, it was winking. Well. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, you'd have to get the right director and. I th- and again, I would have done like I would have sucked a lot of dick on the side of Fifth and Avenue for free. Fifth again, and Avenue. for free again. Now, I wouldn't even charge five cents, but uh, I would do that like to have Sam Raimi directed. Yeah, I think either him or uh, which you never get him, but John Carpenter. Imagine yeah. if it was written by it, Sam Raimi and directed by I Carpenter. I think Sam Raimi would be the perfect choice for that, especially how it goes. But, yeah. you know, it, it didn't happen, and, and the past is the past, but that's why we do these script recaps. They're super fucking fun. And, by the way, shout-out to Bloody Disgusting. They're the ones that made this this treatment available and all this news and stuff available. If you're new to the channel here, guys, we, we have a bunch of script recaps. We do the Halloween 4 that never happened, all these movies that never happened. It's one of our favorite things to do is dig into these deep scripts and, and talk about it. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you check out our old videos and stuff like that. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this long, and we hope you guys had fun. We hope you enjoyed this, and we'll be back with more of this shit, so click that fucking subscribe button, you piece of shit. Damn. Give me some sugar, baby. Fucking wolf pack it right here. <laughs> wolf pack it. Woo! Woo! We love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn whim up in It's too sweet. Shop smart. Shop as smart. I heard they got great deals. <laughs>
or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply.